0: is the unlikely pastor's wife. I am a real estate agent. I do social media marketing. You've branded yourself basically. Which Mexico are you speaking of? (laughs) Tell us a little bit about how you've jumped into social media and have just embraced
1: it. They followed me and felt connected to me because of...
0: Hey friends, I'm so glad you're here today. You are about to listen to the lovely gems that my friend Allison has to share. She is the unlikely pastor's wife. Her name is Allison Moore and she is here today to interview yes. with me. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and then I will explain the first time I did meet you.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, where do I start? Okay. Well, I am a mom of two and a wife of one. I always say that, Um, mm-hmm. you know, not that I'm a wife of Many husbands. That's not how it works. There's no. <laughs> I mean, it there's could. no Polygamy. sister husbands or whatever. <laughs> um, uh we have a 17 year old daughter and a six. No, he's not six. He's 11. Oh. I don't even know what I'm talking about. 11 year old son. Um, my husband and I, we've been married for 22 years. Yeah, 22 years, and um, been in ministry for 21 years, and just live in life. I do many things. Mm -hmm. I am a real estate agent. I do social media marketing (laughs) and um, I'm a TA for a professor. (laughs) Wow, you're very (laughs) well-rounded. Okay. I'm going to be coughing this whole time. <laughs> That's all right. Because I've had a cold. So Allison's RV.
0: sick. It's Christmas season. We're mm-hmm. all sick. It's yep. a thing. It but it's not COVID. Is. Don't worry. No, it's not.
1: I mean, it could be. <laughs> and know if it is. was, it's a, your
0: average cold. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Allison is a pastor's wife. Now, mind you... Every time Ryan meets a pastor and is like, Sarah, they're having us over for dinner. I'm like, no, gosh, no, please let me just stay home. You go over for dinner. It's fine. And he's like, no, it's cool. It's this guy I've been meeting with. And he wants us to have us over to his house. He has a pool. And so our kids can go and swim and whatnot. But I'm always like the mom who is like, oh, do they want four kids over? Like, are you sure we all need to come? Like, can it just be you and I? But then I'm like, ooh, if we take the kids and maybe we can leave early, because they're all, (laughs) it's like a crap show. So you're like, okay, time to go. So anyway, I go over to Allison and Ryan's house and I meet her and mind you, when I walked in, I was like, ooh, she has cute decor. Okay, okay, like those are things I look at. And then um, you had a veggie tray out and a few other appetizers, but you were also like, you like ripped off the lid of the veggie tray. <laughs> it was like the a store-bought. Like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. Only the best We for could be <laughs> friends. And then she had 90s rap playing in the background, like slightly Backstreet Boys, slightly, um, it was like hip hop boys to men. And I was like, oh, what are you listening to? And you were like, oh, you know, 90s whatever classics. And yeah. I was like, Okay. And we had conversations and I think Ryan grilled hamburgers. Oh, you we? have a Ryan and I have a Ryan. Yeah. Um sun. so you know, we did our lettuce wraps because we're always trying to <laughs> freaking watch what <laughs> so we so eat. Stupid. Yeah, even I know. though it like kind of matters, but mostly <laughs> doesn't. Um and then you're like, oh yeah, you have this beautiful pool and you're like, the hot tub's never worked since we no, moved in. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Oh, okay. Nope, nope. Um, and then what was really special is that our kids kind of were all playing, and then your son decided to get naked and stay <laughs> naked, and my kids were like, "All right," because, I mean, they're usually topless in the summer, yeah, but they'd never been bottomless. But I don't remember at, him being bottomless, at your house. But it's am, okay.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it happened. I'm sure it so
0: happened. So you, right away, were an unlikely pastor's wife. <laughs> Um, Because I knew, like, there's just so many things that you are, you're supposed to look a certain way and mm-hmm. act a certain way. And you never really did. How did you get to that place? Were you always an unlikely pastor's wife? Or did it take you, you know, 15 plus years to get there?
1: I think I've always been unlikely um, and very different, but tried to fit the mold of, trying to be like who I thought people wanted me to be. Mm. I remember being in Florida and I had said something like spouted off about something. I was like, Oh crap, my husband is not going to get a um, promotion now. And I was like, so upset about it. And I was just like, you know what? Like me or don't like me. Like I- I'm not a heathen. Like I love Jesus. I'm I'm a little wild and I may put my foot in my mouth and that's okay. And so I just, I think at that, that Time just decided like this is who I am, and it's gotten me into I want to say trouble, but I have like had like mentor people be like, okay, you gotta rein it in a little bit, you know. But now that I'm 43, am I 43? Yeah. Now that I'm 43, I just I am, I am who I am. I think when I was younger, I it was unrefined, if that makes mm. sense. Does that make sense? Like, I I just I think I was trying to figure it out, and then I just embraced who I was, and. The people that like me for who I am and don't try to put me into a box, it's really refreshing for them. Yeah, and I mean, I think I even offered you like wine when you came. Over yeah, to house. you did, and yeah. I
0: took it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sure you did. I think I had a glass too. <laughs> so, um, you know, it just—I think I've always been a little different, and I tried to fit into a box, and then I was just like, screw it. I'm this is me. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And most people take it. And
0: also, I kind of think that Jesus served wine.
1: (laughs) Are we going back to that? (laughs)
0: Like, but really, like, are we having a dinner where we're pretending to be people we're not? Or are we having a dinner where we're?
1: Yeah, and you find your Hmm. tribe. And I think if you're trying to always wear a mask and be someone that you're not to fit a mold, you're going to be surrounded by people who really truly don't know you. Yeah. And that mask will slip. And then it's like, whoa, what happened? And I just don't want to wear a mask. So I decided not to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But do you think that comes with age as well as with time in
1: ministry? I think it probably does come with age. I mean, obviously in your 20s, you're trying to figure life out and who you are. And then your 30s come and I think you're still maybe trying to figure it out. I think once you hit like, I don't know, 38, 39, 40, this is who you are and own it and love it and be unapologetic about it and... I mean, don't be a jerk, which, I mean, I have to really watch it because I can be very direct and mm. offensive. <laughs> I hate to say it, but, you know, I can be a little too much for people, particularly like my husband's family. They're very, they're lovely. They're amazing people, Um, but they're very different from my family. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, we just say like, it is Ryan and I were talking the other day, my husband, Ryan, not your Ryan. Um. And my mom and I were on the phone and I was, my grandma was, you know, not doing well. And I'm like, you guys should have figured this out. What's going to happen earlier? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like just, and my husband, I get off the phone and my husband's like, okay, if that was my family, everyone would have been just like, oh, well, what are we going to do about grandma? And now you're, you and your mom are just like back and forth and we're okay with it. Yeah. So I just embraced it. You know, this is
0: who I am. But how does that work now with your husband? Like, so (laughs) you are different personalities, Mm -hmm. but you've been married 22 years. Mm -hmm. So how do you get to that point? Because stay married, be in ministry, do ministry together, because you also do lead worship and Mm -hmm. stuff and you have off and on. Um, How do you stay together with such very different personalities?
1: Well, it's... We got married very young. We were 21, almost 21, almost 22. So we were like babies. And most of those marriages do not work out, That's you know. Ryan and I too. See? Yeah. I think like we as we grew older, we grew together whereas people that get really married really young, they grow apart because they're finding out who they are separately. I feel like Ryan and I figured out who we were together. Mm-hmm. Um and not like I'm doing my thing, you're doing your thing, like we'd always done things Together, our ministry was together, all of that. And so we figured out who we were together and we learned to embrace each other's differences. Not to say it hasn't been challenging. Um, I'm sure that there were years. He has much more patience, but we're like in a rhythm now that it just it works for us. And Mm -hmm. he understands me. Um, He understands like, you know, when I'm passionate about something, I'm not mad. Um, It's just like I'm just passionate and for him, you know, I've realized like when he's quiet, he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Or if he's like in the front room by himself, like he needs downtime. Like we've just learned how to um be okay with the differences, but also like allow each other to be different. Yeah. And love each other in that. Mm-hmm. Um instead of trying to change the other person.
0: Okay. I yeah. Love
1: that. Like he's never tried to change me. I mean, he has been like, you probably shouldn't have said that. Or, you know, but he's never been like He's never, I don't think in our whole 22 years of marriage, he's never told me to change something about myself.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. That's great. I know. Because most people at this, you know, when you get married so young. Yeah. The person I was at 21, actually, I take that back. I was pretty aggressive (laughs) at 21.
0: (laughs) I was still an Enneagram (laughs) 8. I still was an Enneagram 8 without knowing
1: what an Enneagram 8 was. Yeah. I mean, when we first met. Not when we first met. He'd asked for my number. And it was like a day or two later. And my friend's like, oh, that's the guy who asked for your number. I just walked up to him. And I'm like, hey, you asked for my number and you haven't called me. What's up? And Ryan's like, oh, Allison, it was like less than a day. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was like probably two. He's like, no, literally. I'd gotten your number like the night before. And the next day you're like in my face like, why, why haven't you called me? I heard you got my number. You know, so I've always been very like bold and just confident in who mm. I am. And he's, he's okay with that. Yeah. He's never tried to change it.
0: Hmm. So with that and how he has respected you for who you are and vice versa. Do you think like so you have a 17-year-old daughter? Mm -hmm. How has that played out and how she sees your relationship? Or maybe is she dating? Does she date? Like, how does that like we want you to are there things about mom and dad that you want her to embrace and take into her relationship? And are there things that you would say, ooh, Eliza, maybe do this differently?
1: You know, she has dated like one guy. She dated him for a while. She's very much like Ryan. She's a 9 on the Enneagram, which she's a peacemaker. Mm. I'm Me too. <laughs> the challenger. So like her and I are very like, you know, like this a lot. Um and then Ryan is like the processor thinker or something. He's a 5. Um so they really get along well. I think that she has seen our very different personalities and how it works. That I hope that she finds somebody who brings out the best in her and allows her to be herself, and doesn't make her doesn't make her fit into a box. Mm. Like Ryan hasn't made me fit in a box. I haven't made him fit in a box. Um, I hope that she gets that from our marriage, yeah. and that we can have like you know lively discussions about things, but we still love each other and we're not mad. And it's just you know us having discussions. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because our son, Ryson, one night was like. Wow! stop arguing and we're like we're not arguing we're just having like a very passionate like lively discussion (laughs) and we're laughing at the end of it I want her to like have a relationship that she has a a person that truly allows her to be herself yeah and operate in the gifts that God has given her like Ryan's never told me like I want you to do this or you need to do this or you should do this like never once in our 22 years have I ever felt pressured by him to be or do or act a certain way Mm. It's more me putting that pressure on myself. Yeah. Yeah. What are some hard things
0: about having a teenage girl?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, Well, it depends on the teenage girl. Mm. Our daughter is very, um, she's very wise like her dad. Mm. Um, She's not quick to speak like her dad. Um, She's really nothing like me, um, (laughs) except for she's a mess. She's just a hot mess. So she's messy. She leaves things out. She'll empty the dishwasher and leave all the cupboards open. And I'm like... What? (laughs) and she's like sitting on the couch i'm like hello do we see a problem here she's like what i'm like okay we gotta close them but (laughs) i mean i think the challenges are just i mean a lot of people have challenges with like their girls being modest she's modest like i almost tell her to be like you want to wear a two-piece you're adorable she's like i know i don't like i (sighs) The challenges I think, is our personalities. Mm. That's where I think the challenge lies. It's not in necessarily that she's a teenage girl. I think it's just because our personalities are so different. She's so, like, just a peacemaker and everything. And I'm, like, hell on wheels. So you've really been blessed (laughs) because she's, like, your husband. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but we do butt heads because she, I mean, every morning she can't find her shoes. She can't find her keys. She's running around like a chicken with her head cut off. You know, it's like... She wants me to curl her hair every morning. I'm like, you are 17. You're going to college next year. You're gonna call me every morning to come curl your freaking hair. You're gonna have to learn. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? She likes safety, she likes security. Um, but that's been the only challenge is is that even in her relationship with her boyfriend, like they are like doing their devotions together.
0: Oh I know. This is
1: not normal.
0: It's, it's cute, but it's, it's also
1: real. Do you like that? Well, they're not together anymore. Oh, yeah, they're not together anymore. Okay, well, but they were together for you know they were together off and on for like a year and a half. So, okay, yeah, but she's not boy crazy. Mm. She's not. I mean, she has an amazing dad that has, you know, taught her what it looks like to be a man. Yeah. So we've been really. And she blessed doesn't need to
0: attach herself to a man. No, either. No,
1: which is amazing. No. So I mean, to answer that question, I think we've been lucky. Knock on wood. You know, <laughs> um, that are, you know, our I mean, she doesn't have a curfew. She comes home and she doesn't push boundaries and tells us where she's going. She has a job. She takes people's shifts. I mean, she sounds like a dream and she really is lovely. She's just, she's a hot mess. Yeah. With like
0: just. I have a feeling Brooklyn's going to be that way. She's pretty responsible already, even mm-hmm. at 13. Yeah. She loves sleeping. She loves getting home mm-hmm. at a good time. She doesn't want to do sleepovers. Yeah. Um she you know plans out her days of washing her hair like she's very yes. like meticulous <laughs> and like is like has some things put together mm. i mean she's still like will walk around brushing her teeth or random stuff or like yeah but she's like great at her braces like there are certain things that she picks up and is like pretty routine on she's going down she's going down but i would say that she I, I have glimpses of like, oh, you're probably going to be a little more responsible and a little more easier to manage because yeah. you're not a wild one right and you don't care to be. And I kind of right. appreciate that.
1: I think that makes life easier with teenage girls if they're not wanting to be wild, if yeah. they're not wanting to be like, she is super budget conscious, like super budget conscious. um She's saving money to buy stuff for her dorm room next year, Aww. you know, and I'm like, we're going to help you with that, you know, but she's... She's just, yeah. She's a good, she's a good kid, and I have to remind myself that when I go in her room, it looks like a bomb exploded. Yeah, and I'm like, you know,
0: oh, that's hard for me.
1: I know. well, but my, my closet looks like a bomb exploded. Yeah. So too. I mean, where does she get that from? Like, yeah. So in that regard, she is like me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. That she is so you are a
0: hot mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I am a hot mess express.
1: Yeah. In some ways of my life, I totally. Oh my gosh, am. that's so funny. Yep. Okay, tell us about your son, Ryson. Oh, Ryson. Okay. Well, he is 11, and um, that kid has gone through. He's gone through it. So, he was born with a club foot. Um, he was born in Santa Cruz, California. No, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. What? Seventeen and eleven. 17 six and years 11. apart. Six and a
1: half. Six and a half. Was yeah. he planned? So we had had two miscarriages in between our kids. Okay. So um, the story behind ricin is really wild. I I woke up in the middle of the night. I did not know I was pregnant. And I was going into anaphylactic shock. Like I had hives all over my body. Oh my gosh. I was like starting to black out. I was like throwing up. And I woke Ryan up and I'm like, I I think you need to take me to the ER. I couldn't even make it to our garage, which was right by our bedroom. To like get into the car to go to the ER. I like was passing out in the hallway. So the ER, the paramedics come and they take me. I was in ICU. They're trying to figure it all out. And they're like, oh, by the way, you're pregnant. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I literally just finished my cycle like two days ago. And they're like, no, you are pregnant. And I was like, well, you know what? I bet I'm miscarrying again. Like I really Mm. thought I was probably miscarrying for the third time. And so... I was in the ICU for a while. They never figured out what my issue was and why. I know I had carry an EpiPen pen around forever, you know, and um, so I kept going back to the doctor. My double, my numbers kept doubling, so I, I for sure was pregnant, and it was a viable pregnancy and everything. And so um, we moved to Cal, to California, to Santa Cruz when I was four months pregnant. Um, and he was born in Santa Cruz and he came out and I didn't notice, you know, cause you're in like this birth stupor, you know? Yeah. And, um, a couple hours later, Ryan was like to the nurse, Hey, his foot looks a little like, it's like turned in. Mm. Um, and, and she was like, Oh, you know what? It's probably just cause he was all crunched up in there. We see that a lot, blah, blah, blah. Not a big deal. So the pediatrician came in the next day and she's like, you know what? I'm going to send you to a podiatrist. We it might be club foot, and I'm like, holy crap, club foot! Like, what the heck is that? So you know, you start googling it, and you're like, okay, just had this new baby, so he ha- he was born with a club foot. He was at two weeks old, put in a cast, so they stretched his foot out put him in a cast from his knee down. I still have one of the casts and it's like this big. Oh. It's I uh, yeah, it's baby a, it's a baby cast. It is a baby cast. Yeah. So every Thursday night we would have to soak him in water. So I had like a puke bowl. <laughs> like the popcorn family bowl <laughs> yeah. that's also the puke bowl. The, oh, it's that's so also gross. the, you know, salad bowl. <gasps> it's all of it. Oh, I so, can't. <laughs> So we would put hot water and vinegar in that and we put him in that, his little, he was just so little and we'd have to soak off the cast every Thursday night and every Friday he'd go in for a new cast. Wow. Yeah, because they were moving his foot out slowly mm. um, and that happened for like six to eight weeks and then for a year and, or, or some, he had to sleep in, um, I forget the technical term, but it was, we called him his Superman shoes, superhero shoes. His feet were out like this in boots and there was a bar in the middle.
0: So it would force his feet to turn it would,
1: out. It would force his feet to turn out. Okay. Yeah. So he was in that for like a year. I mean, learning to sleep in that was really difficult. We had an awful podiatrist in Santa Cruz. It was yeah. absolutely awful. I think we were on state insurance at that point. So we had very limited. And Santa Cruz was kind of like isolated. Like we could go to San Jose, but it was too far away. It's like 30, 45 minutes. It was just far. Um. And so we just, you know, we didn't know what we didn't know. So... um the doctor was just awful and come to find out like he was supposed to be wearing it for multiple years and he wasn't wearing it for multiple years. So he's had to have multiple surgeries on that foot. Um, And then we move here to Phoenix and um, he starts kindergarten and it's wild. (laughs) Why? (laughs) He is taking off his shoes and throwing them at kids, Mm -hmm. ripping up his papers, crying under his cubby crying how he hates school and he hates his teacher and i'm like what is going on with this kid like he's he's a pretty chill kid why is this going on so the school like you know we are going to test him for, for we're just going to test him i was like okay whatever um and they came back and they're like you know we think he he's like on our test he's borderline autistic and i was like which is just a school test so was, it's not super like right So they said you need to take him to a developmental pediatrician. Yeah. So came out here to Scottsdale, took him to a developmental pediatrician, and within like moments, he's doing the flapping, you know, and (laughs) all the, you know, the thing, the stimming. Had he flapped before though? You know, Sarah, that's such a good question. He had this plastic little tykes golf club that you know, like in the little like golf club. Yeah. Yeah. He had that, and he would like when he was like two and three. like, shaking it all over that, like, running with it and shaking it. And we thought it was, like, a sword uh, or something. Like, like he's he, playing with the golf club. Yeah, like, a. he took it to freaking Disneyland. We uh, video of him, like, shaking that thing and, you know, by It's a Small World or whatever. Yeah. So, we didn't know that it was stimming, though. We just thought, uh, oh, he's just – that's how he plays. Yeah. So, we're at the developmental pediatrician, and she was like, oh, that was a good one. She's like, he is definitely – on the spectrum you know wow. he he doesn't like to be around kids he doesn't like to wear clothes mm. coming back to being naked yeah. around your children he didn't care yeah he's like no. um these clothes are uncomfortable i'm not wearing them yeah i don't care if everybody sees me nude it doesn't matter so we got that diagnosis and have just been learning to navigate that world of having a son that is on the spectrum yeah and a club foot <laughs> The clubfoot is the most random thing. Have you seen him walk, though?
0: Yeah. I mean, he has a little He's he's a strap. He has a, he has a yeah. gait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's fine. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't ride a bike. Mm.
1: Doesn't. like Could he?
0: Or is it kind of like awkward? <laughs>
1: it's hard for him because his core is so weak, which is a part Aww. of like, which can be a part of like autism and kids with clubfoot. Oh. So he's got double whammies, like just all over the place working.
0: Poor kid. Oh, I Thank I God you only have two to deal with. Can you don't put him at my house? No, <laughs> like I'm listen, like that's all I can do to get you to the doctor. <laughs> you would be so lucky to. Dude,
1: we have a doctor that comes to our house. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome. That's yeah. a game changer. Yeah. So that's. I mean, it's it's a challenge. I mean, having a special needs kid's a challenge, but we 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 work it yeah. out.
0: So what do you do to make like? You probably have more appointments than most people or have had them in the past. Mm -hmm. Figuring all that stuff out, um, school was a challenge, I know, for a Mm -hmm. while, just getting in routine. Because once
1: he's in routine, he's fine, right? I mean, he, he still, every night, has anxiety about going to school. Yeah. But yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's gotten so much better. I mean, there were times, there was a year there where Ryan was having to take him into the school and drag him out of the car and the behavioral specialist had to meet us in the parking lot to get him into school like every day it was it was awful that was right before covid so it was like 2019
0: and then you're like now you're home (laughs) (laughs) and we have to do this all
1: over again Uh, yes it was like covid was awful but also it showed me that there are different schooling options Mm. for him yeah that might work better. Okay. So we're navigating that right now. Just he's going to be in sixth grade next year and he's going to have to switch schools anyways. And so I'm just like doing a lot of prayer and trying to figure out like maybe it's time to find like a, a program where he can go two days a week and stay home. Yeah. Three days and I do some homeschooling stuff with him. He said the other day he was like, hey, remember when I had to do school online on the computer? I want to do that again. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, okay, we might be able to adjust pivot yeah what we're doing yeah so that's that that's coming so how do you
0: work like so tell me tell the listeners how you work like you've been flexible you've mm-hmm. you've also pivoted mm-hmm. um and you are you've branded yourself basically mm-hmm. like what do you do now for work and tell us a little bit about how you've jumped into social media and have just embraced it because you've always been really good at it mm-hmm. um and you've kind of turned it into somewhat of a side hustle right. so uh because I would say we went on vacation together and you were the person <laughs> that had some kind of tripod like <laughs> selfie thing mm-hmm. and we did we attended a silent disco and half of us were just so happy to be at a silent disco, because we didn't know what it was, but then we put on the headphones and we were like, this is the best freaking thing
1: I've ever No been one at. wanted to go, everyone thought it was gonna be stupid. We
0: all thought it would be lame, it was amazing, but the whole time <laughs> you have a selfie tripod slash something stick, yeah. stick that you're holding in the air with a very, <laughs> very bright light. And a microphone puff. And a microphone puff, and you're filming the entire thing. And this was like, four years ago or something? Like we're like pre into all these things and you were already like on Amazon buying the tools that like (laughs) become something. Like you just knew what it was. I always say I invented the selfie because me and my best friend in high school used to take selfies all the time, like on the old, old cameras. Yeah, And I'm like, selfies have been around for years. Like this is not a new thing. Right. But you have been doing the filming and the bright lights for (laughs) Quite a while now.
1: We, we gotta put. We gotta find some footage of that and put yes, that in. Yes, it's so, people can so see. good.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so good. Also, the dancing was so cool. But, <laughs> um, you took that and ran and had all these funny reels and all these things. And now, how are you working that into your everyday life?
1: So I was in a, a previous business where I had to brand myself. Like you yeah. have to put yourself out there. I've always been very open with my life. I've never really hid anything again, back to like being an unlikely pastor wife, I don't wear a mask, like this is who I am. And so I kind of jumped into this business. It was just sharing my life all the time, you know, so people can get to know me, then they trust you and then they want to, you know, use you for your services and all of that. So that's kind of how I got into like just sharing my, my life with people. And People liked it. Yeah. You know, and I'm nobody. I'm literally i I'm a nobody. You know, <laughs> Me I really too. Am.
0: That's why I it's invited like, you. <laughs> like <laughs> What do
1: you mean nobody's together? <laughs> average, average mom. Average, average <laughs> mom. Yeah. Um, but you know, people were like, Oh, what did you make or what'd you do? And blah, blah, blah. I've never wanted to have like a million followers. You know, I mean, if yeah. it happens, great, but there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Um, so I just like started doing that. And then um I jumped into real estate. And I never half rear-end anything. <laughs> um, you can I say always, ass. Uh, I can. <laughs> I'm okay. allowed to say ass yeah. online. I never half rear-end anything. Um, I always jump in, and I I think it's because I have undiagnosed ADHD. Hmm. Um, like, I, I do really think me and Eliza both do. But um, I just jumped into real estate, took the test. No one knew I was doing it. Like I kept No, you was,
0: kept it so quiet.
1: Like, you're the like quietest. something is coming. <laughs> I teased. That's, yeah. I did a little teaser. Yeah. I wanted to get out of the business I was in. And I was like, I'm I think I want to do real estate. What do I have to lose? You know, nothing. So very quietly took my classes, passed my test on the first try. Thank you. Wow. Which is very hard to do. Yeah. Um, and then I just was like, Bam, announced it and just started doing all like everything then like you know all the social media stuff branding you have to upbrand yourself all over again and market yourself and um so then I was like well why don't I like help other people run their social media accounts because I run my own and I actually have three for myself <laughs> that I'm consolidating down to two. Okay. Cause I'm- oh two yes one
0: for the real estate
1: what no one's just gonna be my life just alice and more of my life okay um because i think pe- i think that people miss that part like it was all the business i was in before just like all of that and then it flipped to real estate and it was all real estate and i go back through and i'm like where's my life mm. you know what i mean like it's all real estate And people follow me because they enjoy me. Yeah. And they don't always want to hear about the house I'm selling or, you know, like, I mean, it's great and I'm going to add that stuff in, but they followed me and felt connected to me because of me. Yeah. Not because of what I was doing. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of get back to my roots. Okay. Um, And then I have my Unlikely Pastor Wife podcast, which I have an Instagram for that. And then I have another one where I'm an Amazon influencer and I do like clothes okay so i'm keeping that one i'm merging the unlikely pastor wife with my allison Moore one um, on the suggestion of someone much smarter than myself (laughs) um and uh you know just to kind of consolidate my life and then helping other people create content because some people want to do this kind of stuff but they don't have the time or the creativity or the energy to create their own content yeah and i like to do that yeah yeah
0: so long story short, I hired you. <laughs> yes, oh my
1: gosh, yes. Very long story short. She's working for
0: me. <laughs> uh, and your which husband. Is, which, <laughs> but you are my friend, which is why I invited right. you um, and my husband. But literally, it takes me hours to put together a reel, and then they're not even that good. <laughs> but then I have all these ideas in my head, but I never do any of them because I'm like, when I forget about my phone, I actually mm. lose my phone all the time like in the house. I just set it down with the babies when I'm putting them to bed. I'll go to bed at night and be like, "Ryan, will you wake me up in the morning? I don't know where my phone is." <laughs> I don't have wow. my alarm to set. Wow. Literally like that's <laughs> sounds like I <laughs> I wish but I could does live she, like that. I was oh say, does gosh. she live in a big house or is she really just careless about her phone? <laughs> it's both. Both the <laughs> and both the and. But I like I don't have my phone on me to take video, and then when I do have my phone on me, there's, like, people suckling and, like, need all (laughs) the things. Does that sound weird?
1: (laughs) Ryan always says,
0: like, they want to suckle your... (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm going to cough too much. I can't do it. Is it teat? <laughs> I don't know oh. what it is, but I hate that word. So that and the teat. I can't
0: oh. I can't do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. It's true though. I have a lot of kids needing me. Yeah, I well, I have a lot of kids needing me. Mm-hmm. So when I think, oh, this would be so funny to film, and then it's like, oh, just kidding. Time has passed. We're not oh, well. filming anything. So yeah. I'm going to just start sending videos to you. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a, you know, it you have to get used to like always having your phone around and out and filming the mundane things of life. Like you would not even believe like the people that love stupid things about me cooking a spaghetti squash or something yeah. dumb, you know? Like yeah. just letting people into your life, being authentic and open and you know, behind the scenes stuff.
0: Yeah i like how you say mundane because yeah. i feel that's why one of our you know obviously we're big disney people but one of one of my favorite disney movies because i have a lot um but is up oh, and yeah. how he's carl and remind me of the boy's name henry i don't know carl Wendell? and oh gosh what is, it's, it's really gonna drive me nuts
1: we look it up with
0: that. Carl and the old man.
1: <sighs> the old man.
0: They're sitting there and they're watching the cars drive by and they're like calling out the colors or whatever. And when he talks about missing his dad, he says, I really miss the boring things the most. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, those are the things that I think, you know, especially with the social media life and social media world, you think all these things are really big and big things happening. in before social media, it was you know looking at pictures or blogs mm-hmm. or websites or whatever it may be. But right. it was like, oh, everyone's life is really big and you're thinking like the important things are the big things mm-hmm. that's actually like the really small stuff. So I love the mundane mm-hmm. and the boring and the everyday things. yeah.
1: I think people see too much of the curatedness. You know Mm. what I mean? I remember when Instagram was – like, everything was filtered on somebody's page. Like, it all had the same color scheme. And then it kind of got away from that. And, like, I don't think we have to filter our lives so much. Like, people – I think people really want – like, authenticity and I know that word is like so overused it's like almost too much especially like in the church oh especially in the church world like we're gonna be authentic you know which they don't no one even knows what that means anymore but you know the the simple dumb boring things to show that you're a real person like I I I honestly don't really follow a lot of like big people anymore because I was tired of seeing the Pinterest houses Mm. and the big Amazon hauls that were probably like $4,000, you know, and they're like, I just, I was like, this is not real life. Like I want real life people showing me their hardships. And oh, that's why I, you know, I started sharing our uh, journey with Ryzen Yeah. online. And I had so many people just be like, thank you. I'm not alone. I'm like, no, you're not alone. Yeah. Now granted, I mean, I don't have a huge autism following, but I do have some friends who, you know,
0: learn from that and learn from it and i can learn
1: from them just because you have those moments that it's not perfect and it's not curated and you are being raw and open um because there's been a couple times you've even cried yeah love like how hard
0: it is yeah and the things that he misses out on as a kid and just things that come with having a son with special needs but i think Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because autism too is like there is a spectrum and so you have women and families that can learn from you because their kids might be borderline Mm -hmm. kind of on it or way in it Mm -hmm. and there's just such degrees Mm -hmm. of autism that there are similarities and differences and stuff that you learn from all of it because the spectrum is so big yeah yeah, so big
1: and i follow some you know moms that share their real life of having a kid with special needs you know and it's just it's encouraging to know you're not alone yeah um and so that's I don't even know what why we got on that topic but it was good
0: I don't know either (laughs) the mundane showing yourself on social media showing yourself on social media just like
1: showing up as who you are yeah I mean I'll I'll have my eyelashes off and look like a naked mole rat (laughs) on (laughs) social media (laughs) oh well would you ever do that
0: uh would I, well, I can't take my lashes off, <laughs> so no. Um, I definitely would, I've definitely done some like with no makeup and stuff. Yeah. Do I prefer to have a filter?
1: Yeah. Oh, I totally use a filter. Does I'm not Does Ryan, lying.
0: my husband, Dr. Ryan. Dr. Oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> doctor. Does Ryan,
0: every time he takes video, takes it of me looking like a slob kebab? Yes, <laughs> like I'm never, Barely dressed. I mostly have pajamas on. Actually, especially in like getting work on our house and stuff, he's always like, Okay, Sarah, people are coming. And I'm like, Well, well, what's wrong with this? He's like, Well, you're in pajamas. I'm like, Well, I'm always in pajamas. I'm not in my
1: house. I don't know what you want me to do. But
0: yeah, he always films me with like the double chin (laughs) and like (laughs) terrible side profiles. I'm like, babe, come on.
1: It's hard to see yourself. I mean, I will say when I when I'm on social media, I have a specific filter I like to use. It just it just evens out my skin. Yeah, and it does make me look like I have lips or rouge rouge. Oh, my gosh. Am I like 95 <laughs> on the Davenport, you know, couch. <laughs> Do you know what a Davenport is? No, a couch. that's what my grandma called it. Like the fancy
0: ones with the claws.
1: No, a Davenport is the couch. just a couch. Oh. Anyways. Why is it called Davenport? That's the name? I don't know. I don't know. You're only
0: a few years older than me, but you are
1: just... Anyways. So, you know, I like the filter. And I tell people, I'm wearing a filter right now. Yeah. I'm not shy about it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But I try not to filter my life. Mm. You know.
0: That's good. Let's talk lashes. Okay. Now, I have gone on and off of doing mine getting them done permanently have you ever done them permanently like where they're actually like glued on
1: well mine kind? are glued on
0: no i mean like <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like a lalash lash gal No, like, okay. okay
1: i've never sat there i wanted to do it so do you remember before I started doing lashes, I had really long natural lashes?
0: Yes, always. 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 I was using a
1: serum. It was amazing. Thick
0: mascara. Mm-hmm.
1: And then everybody started getting their lashes done. And I was like, I don't want to do that because I want to like get my face wet. And Yeah, I
0: remember you would have a lot of spa days. And I'd be like, oh, I can't really do those <laughs> because my face can't be... Like in a humidity place.
1: (laughs) I remember I went on a trip once and everybody had lashes. Yeah. But me and hair extensions, but me. Okay. Mm. So I'm in there doing the cold plunge. I'm in like the sauna and everyone's like this, like covering (laughs) their faces, like with a washcloth over their lashes, like going from like pool to pool. I'm like, y'all are ridiculous. Like that is ridiculous. (laughs) You, when we went to Cancun, not Cancun, Mexico one time. Cabo. No, no. This was Puerto Penasco. Oh. You couldn't <laughs> get your Mexico lashes wet. Which Mexico are you speaking of? <laughs> you couldn't get your lashes wet because you just got them done and you were going out of the country. And you were like, eh, no, it's
0: lash. Oh, that's right. We went to Mexico before. Greece. I went on, yeah,
1: to Greece. Yes. And I'm like, no. I'm not. Doing so that.
0: I wore huge glasses because I was like, yes. don't swash me.
1: Goggles. You were like, yeah. I can't <gasps> get my lashes right. wet. And I'm like, that sounds like a nightmare. Okay. So. So
0: what do you do now?
1: I do lashes. They're seven day wear lashes. They're undermount. Okay. They're called Flutter Habit. Okay. I have a code. Um, <laughs> I do. Do you um, really? I do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a code. It's oh. not like i I'm, I'm not fancy or special.
0: She's so special. I'm so glad you're here today.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Please share your code. <laughs> no. Um, but I found that I like to wake up and have my lashes Looking nice. Like this morning, I just put on a new set for you. Okay.
0: Oh, thank you. You're
1: welcome. Um, but last night I was naked mole rat, you know. Now because, can you sleep on them? Yep. I sleep on them. I shower with them. I swim with them. I go in the hot tub with them. Oh. I have like, yeah. Yeah. But they, I put them on for a week. Usually I can go a little longer. And then I take them off. I let my eyes breathe for like a night, sometimes a whole day. And then I put them back on.
0: Is it like a subscription?
1: You can. I don't. I just mm-hmm. buy them when I need them. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have about eight boxes of... Yeah, you should see my vanity. It's Whoa. wild. <laughs> yeah. All the same lash because they were limited edition and I love them. Oh. And I'm like, I have to buy a ton. And I did. So now I have like a huge like pile of
0: lashes. Uh, of lashes.
1: So I'm good for like eight months, I think. But I can
0: how do. long does it take you to put them on?
1: This morning, it took me 10 minutes.
0: Really? Yes. Wow.
1: I mean... you. It, the first time, I cussed and threw them across the room, and I waited a year because it was... So bad. Glue everywhere. I, like, yeah. And then I watched a couple videos. I really took my time. And then once you get the hang of it, it's like... Like, people do it in the car. Put them on in the car. Wow. I haven't done that. But yeah, it doesn't take very long. Hmm. And I think they look okay. No, they do look good. They do look good. They're not as full as yours. Yeah. But I could buy those.
0: I mean, mine are just full because... That's how she puts them on. Yeah. I could have them looking exactly like yours, right. too.
1: And I could buy ones that are a little more full than yours are. Yeah, but I think I did before, and I just felt like butterflies were on my face, like just <laughs> snuffle, snuffle upagus, up up <laughs> <laughs> blowing Whoa. in the wind. I know.
0: Oh. I love him. No, I do too. Um, but do you have your lashes when you take those off? Because, like, yeah. remember how long your lashes were? Are they still that long? No.
1: No, because I'm not using a serum anymore. Could you do a serum too? I could. I could do a serum, but uh, I mean, my lashes still look okay. I've, a couple times I've actually worn mascara Yeah, because I wanted to like, I had to plan it out right to be yeah. like, we're leaving on a trip, so I don't want to do my lashes, but I got to take them off because they're starting to be a little dangly. Um, and so I put on mascara and it's fine, but... It's not the same.
0: Yeah.
1: Once you go last, you don't go back.
0: So when do you, when you lose them though, like mine will come off a little flutter at a time. Mm -hmm. Like are yours in chunks?
1: Like they're in clusters. Okay. So I was doing, I should have brought some. I was doing a like Instagram story one day and I'm like talking and doing my thing. And all of a sudden I see this black thing like right here. (laughs) Like what the heck is that? Like, on the story, I pull it. It's one of my lash chunks, okay? And I'm like, I'm leaving that in the story. It literally was, like, one of my lash clusters. They're all over the floor in my room, like, everywhere. I There was one on um, my couch, just a random lash. Because sometimes, like, I'll take them off on the couch, you know?
0: Oh, um, does it hurt to t- take them off? Do you pull
1: them? they've been on for a while, no. Mm. But usually, I, I mean, I have my stuff that I use, but... Oh, all over the place. On my floor. Been stuck to my toothbrush. Oh. Yeah. Like, people think they're spiders. Yeah. no, but yours are little.
0: Mine okay. are, like, tiny little yeah. things. Yeah.
1: Mine but are... it's
0: still sad every time you lose one.
1: Yeah, but I have eight boxes.
0: <laughs> so. And I have a gal. And you have a gal.
1: But that takes longer than you just going is, in my vanity and be uh, like, oh. It does take a lot right longer. On, you know? Yeah. To each his own. Yeah, that's true. We both have nice lashes. I might venture out in eight months when I'm out of these. (laughs) So would
0: you say, final question, would you say like, so you have your son, your daughter, your husband, your unlikely life that you have lived, navigating very different things, jobs, whatnot. How do you take care of yourself in that and stay grounded even if you're like in a waiting period of what's next?
1: Oh gosh, so like self-care, is that what you're asking? Well, I really like self care as a mother. <laughs> I really like a vodka soda. Um, no, I I have not been good at that lately. Mm-hmm. I will be honest with you. I used to do more spa days and all of that, and I I probably need to do a little more self care. Self care for me right now is me going into my bedroom, getting in my adjustable bed mm-hmm. with my heated throw. Okay. And watching uh, like a show, like some stupid like reality TV show. Okay, that's probably my form of self care.
0: Reality TV show. What reality show?
1: Oh gosh, right now or whatever. Anyway,
0: what's top one?
1: Oh, Big Brother's always the top. Like I'm dying to be on Big Brother. Really? Dying to be on Big Brother. Okay. I'm like I need to. I have applied and not just like pushed the button probably three times. Yeah, I, I want to be on Big Brother so badly. I feel like this might be my year. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it might be. My year. 2024. We're 2024. For my, my word of the year is Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, can you imagine a pastor's wife on Big Brother? They've never had one. I've never seen Big Brother. What
0: the? I think my parents watch it.
1: Oh, Sarah, don't Every have, time like, I it's an hear. No, shout.
0: I know, but every time I hear Big Brother, I think. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, that club. No.
1: <laughs> people, It's like Survivor, but people live in a house for like 100 days.
0: Oh. And everything
1: is filmed and you're doing competitions. You're voted out. Every in the week. house? Yeah, you stay in the house.
0: How many people are in the house?
1: Uh, to start with, there's like 15.
0: So it's like MTB um, crib, not cribs. Real world? <laughs> Real world, thank you. Kind of,
1: but there's like not strategy. Okay. And... Every so it's week. Survivor, so, but not on an it's island. Survivor in a house. Okay, that's exactly what it, it's CBS. Oh, am I allowed to say that? I
0: don't know. I'm surprised Ryan doesn't watch that. He, He's more he into people nearly almost dying.
1: Well, I couldn't do Survivor. Hello, no.
0: who would want to? I know. I
1: need my chapstick. I need my fan when I sleep at night. <laughs> I need 70 degrees in my house to sleep. Okay. I need my ch- my chapstick. I already said that. I need my water by my bed. Okay. And I need my lashes. Yeah. I ain't doing Survivor. Yeah, I'm not nope. either. Anyways. So that's adjustable bed with my- okay. my. That's great self-care. My cu- my heated throat. <laughs> Watching Big Brother.
0: Well, thank you, Allison, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your authenticity. <laughs> And your candidness and your unlikeliness that makes you so attractive to, I think, other women because you are your true self. And I love that. And I think it's desirable and honorable. Well,
1: thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: And we appreciate your husband who keeps my husband grounded Yes, because he is calm and peaceful and full of wisdom. And mine is very fast and aggressive and... Similar to you. Yeah. And so it's a good, it's a good balance. It's like they have their own marriage.
1: It is. <laughs> yep. My, my poor husband has to deal with it with you, with him and me. I know. <laughs> so. so funny. Awesome. Well, thank All right. you.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today for the Sprinter Mom with Lashes on podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'll see you next week.